Welcome to Real Food, Real Conversations with Sophia DeSantis, where we focus on finding our happy balance between salad and fries. Welcome back to the Real Food, Real Conversations podcast with me, Sophia DeSantis, and I have an awesome guest today. I'm super excited to talk to my friend, Ashley. Um, We're going to be covering the topic of eating healthy on the go. Um, And, you know, what do you do? We've talked a little bit in another episode about, you know, um, if you're traveling, how to stick to a plant-based diet, if that's what you're interested in. But this episode's more going to, you know, cover like the broad spectrum of nutritious food, like while you're on the go and things like that. So, Ashley, welcome. Please introduce yourself to everybody. Let them know, you know, about you, all you do, what you love. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It is so great to be here and to chat with you. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. What do I do and what do I love? Goodness. (laughs) I am a fitness and health enthusiast, if you will. Um, I have been wildly I guess obsessed if if you can use that word in a good way since I was, you know, in junior high, I would beg my friend's mom to take me to 24-hour fitness and do whatever a junior hire does in a gym. Um and I have just grown a passion for it um for you know the better part of almost getting close to I guess two decades here. Um where I just love not only like empowering women uh, to be and to feel their best, but to just really help to break the mold of it having to be this unattainable, restrictive lifestyle. So for me, it's like, hey, you can actually have it all. And it doesn't actually have to be that tricky. Like, it's really not that confusing. So I love that. I love coaching women. Um, And I love my dog. I love my dog, Carly. Uh, We're best friends. We hang out all the time. And just moved to Denver. So I'm exploring hiking all around Denver with her. Awesome. That's exciting. Where did you move from? I moved from San Diego. So I have lived in Southern California my whole life. uh, And I was in San Diego for about 15 years. And I just felt like I needed to try something different. And for lack of better words, just kind of picked up and moved here literally three days ago. So Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I'm actually in San Diego. That's where I am. So, oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Where in San Diego were you? We just missed each other. Um, I, well, I went to San Diego state. So I was in, that's where I got my degree um, in kinesiology, which is the emphasis of fitness and nutrition and the body. Um, I, so I was all over, I was San Diego state. I was in PB. I was in downtown mission Valley, uh, mission Hills. I've been kind of all over, over the last 15 years. Nice. Well, I'm in North County, San Diego. So kind okay. of the other end. Um, okay. But yeah, I've basically been here my whole life. So I mean, I went I away to that. college, but um, that's awesome. Well, I am just excited to have you here. And um, I love just your passion for, you know, just, um, I don't know, overall wellness, it feels like, you know, just yeah. getting being your strongest self, whatever that means to each and every person. Um, for sure. And all that. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about Healthy meals on the go. When I say healthy, I like to put quotes around that because I feel like healthy means something different for everybody. Um, so basically, I kind of feel like in general, I have always felt for me, like when you're on, on the go, when you're on vacation, these are kind of times to like find that balance that works for you. But at the same time, when you're used to being filling your body with like nutritious stuff, you know, even in those times where you let go, you, you start to like your body remembers what it's like to be full of nutrients and like might crave these things. So 
how do we make that, you know, not complicated? And that's what we're going to cover today. Um, but first of all, let's talk a little bit about why it's important to, while we want to find that healthy balance, you know, no pun intended, um, when we're on the go and on vacation, but why is it important to make sure we can have these choices of nutritious meals when we're out of the house, um, at, you know, our fingertips without it being stressful? Yeah, it definitely is so important. Um, the why is a huge reason. And I think the biggest reason that having that stuff as consistent as you can is because it helps you to feel as good as you can. And that for me and for my clients is just of the utmost importance, you know, just with anything in your life, there's going to be fluctuations in your routine and in the things you have control over. But if you can make sure that you're putting again, kind of like you said, healthy, as good as food as possible in your body, it's going to get you to the place you want to be. It's like putting, you know, that top tier gasoline in your body. It's going to really provide you with everything that you need to handle the stressors of the day, the unexpected things, the early mornings, maybe the later evenings without crashing rather than always going from quick fix to quick fix. Totally. And, and, you know, a lot of the times when you're on the go and on vacation and things like that, like, you know, a lot of people need that energy to be on the go. And if you don't have yes. that energy, it's really hard to be there. I mean, and I, you know, I've just because I'm in, you know, the whole health and wellness space, I love to like dabble in different things, even things that I don't believe in. And one of the things I really don't believe in is cutting carbs out of your life, because I think carbs are, are very important. But I tried it once because I wanted to not, you know, I just, I did a low carb thing for like, well, I, I I'll be honest, spoiler to the end of the story is I only lasted like three fourths of a day, but <laughs> I tried it once <laughs> because I wanted to see what it was like. And, and I've done like all these little trends. I like to try to like, just to experience it. And when I say try, I don't mean like months. I mean like a day. Um, right. So I did that where I tried to eat as low carb as possible. And, um, gosh, by the end of the day, especially, you know, I have kids and I'm, I'm always on the go. Um, I like, I, like, I just couldn't do it. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Like I need, I need my healthy food. I need like all the things that my body needs. And my body felt it. My body felt it very fast, very fast. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I love that. First of all, I love that you freaking said that about carbs because God, that is the bane of my existence, you know, it's media, social media, the world, I feel like has just demonized carbs so much, especially for women. And it is quite the opposite. I mean, if you want to have, as you said, like any energy, any type of fullness to your muscles, you know, whatever that means to you, if, you know, if you want to look toned, whatever it is, like you have to have carbs, it is quintessential building block of nutrition. Um, so I love that you experimented with it though, too, because I have also done the same thing. You know, I did keto several years ago, you know, because I think that as a professional, it is important to experience all the options that are out there so that I can be educated on them and talk, you know, very openly about them. Um, and it's hard. It, you know, it is a big energy shift in your body and in your mindset. And not one that is maintainable, you know, that is just not a lifestyle where removing carbs from your life is a true maintainable or quite frankly, a healthy thing. So 
I think for sure, like, you know, to, to, to take the stigma away from that and to realize that it's literally energy. Like it is, again, just, I use this example so often. It's like gasoline in your car. Like if you want your body to be able to chase after kids and do this and get in and out of the car and run, you know, all of the things that we are demanding from our body mentally and physically to do, you've got to have that. You have to have that energy system in there without it. You'll fall apart. Exactly. Well, and I mean, honestly, if you, I have another episode all about carbs, but it's just about science. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I mean, I have to, I can't eat gluten. I have to be gluten-free for, you know, my own personal medical issues. And people tend to think that like, when you're gluten-free, you like avoid carbs or, you know, there's so much misinformation out there, but it's just not true. Um, It's not. Yeah. No. And there's so many different types of carbs and people don't get that. And that's the thing when it comes to being on the go, like, I think that, um, that, you know, it, while like when we were on the go, I mean, I've got three kids, so I do buy a lot of prepackaged snacks just because for me, it's easier. Um, but even within that, I try and I try and get, you know, some fun stuff because when we're on vacation or out and about or whatever, like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a balanced type of girl, but at the same time, I also try and include some things that, you know, we'll give them some nutrients so that they can focus. And we talk a lot about that. They play a ton of sports. And I, I like to talk to my kids in things like in true science, like I break it down for them. And, you know, for example, like every single sport nowadays, like you have a snack after every single sport. And my rule is if it's your, if it's your sport, you get the snack and there's no more like you're getting leftover snacks from your brother's sports. I'm like, no, because you each have a single sport. And if you keep getting all these snacks, which you know, a lot of the time are the fun snacks, like your body is going to crash and you're not going to be able to be, you know, fueled for your own sport. Like we need right. to make sure that we're feeding ourselves appropriately. And, um, but it's true. Like it's so many of these prepackaged snacks, like are so, um, carb loaded, which are fine, but at the same time, like you try and find that balance. So it is really hard when you're out to find that balance of things that you, you know, your body needs, but don't overdo it in certain areas. For sure. For sure. And especially with kids, like that is something that, you know, I don't think that maybe a lot of parents are really aware of that, you know, they're like, Oh, my kid is acting out or they're this or they're that, but like, what are you giving to them? What are you fueling them with or not fueling them with? And maybe that is the reason, like you just said, like for the crash, maybe they had, you know, a sugary snack and they were bouncing off the walls and then they fell apart. And now it's like, okay, well, to get them ready for the next thing. Now they're asking for some snack again to, because even they know, like, I need something, you know, I need, I need something mom. Um, And even just for like adults too, like a I think like a standard banana, you know, all of them are different sizes, but it can have about 50 grams of carbs in there. And again, it's not bad at all. It's amazing. We need that fuel, but you have to remember, as you mentioned, like gluten-free carbs, they come in so many different sizes. You know, it's not just your standard bread or your standard, you know, dirty carb. If that's what you're kind of going down that line, like it can be in fruit, it can be in vegetables, it can be in grain-free, it can be in gluten-free, like that is, is still completely fine. Well, I just, again, I've always put it back to science with my kids. And like when, I mean, I always say things like we have, my son was in a football, he plays flag football and he was my oldest one. 
um, all of them played, but my oldest one was in the, a championship last year. And I actually, when it comes to the championship games, like we had games back to back to back. And so I actually brought candy to this, to the fields because I was like, okay, well you need some instant, you know, cause they love candy and they love to right. eat it. And it, it comes in little tiny pieces. And I said, when you're running, that's when you need instant energy. Like this yes. is when your body says like, I need the energy and I need it fast. And I know there's plenty of other ways to get instant energy, but kids love candy. And that's the, that's the route I went. But the best part, the reason, part of the reason I did is because, you know, Skittles, M&Ms, like those come in little tiny things. So I would give the boys like two or three and it seriously, like they were like, they like thought it was the best thing ever. And it, you know, it did give them that little bit of perk when they were like tired to have that energy to go. And it was great. And then after, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I told my kids, you know, now you've worked super hard, you know, you played really hard. Now we need to go fuel our bodies with some like great, wholesome, nutritious stuff to replenish like everything you just lost. So, you know, and I think that there's room for everything, you know, especially, you know, but it is hard with, if you're constantly on the go, like a lot of us parents with like kids in sports to find things that you don't have to spend hours prepping and pack, you know, putting together. And, um, it just, I find that it's, it, it's, it's a really hard balance. It is. It, it is a really, really hard balance. And, um, I mean, I am not a mother, but I still know that, you know, I have trained and work with so many of my clients are moms and it is a tough balance. Um, and I, I really like what you just said about, about the sugar, because there is a time and place for that. And, you know, I'll tell my clients the same thing, like, Hey, you know, if you need a good snack for a pre-workout or for an afternoon pick me up, you know, grab an apple, grab a rice cake and put some honey and almond butter on there. Like you are getting some carbs, some sugar, some fats, like right out the gate, boom, it's going to get into your bloodstream and you're going to feel that you're going to feel like, Ooh, okay. Like I got a little kick, you know, slather some honey on a banana something like that, but use it at the proper time. And I think that so much of nutrition is forgotten about timing that, okay, there is a time and a place. Like, do you need to be eating that right before bed? Definitely not. But if you're having a three o'clock slump and you're thinking, shoot, I'm about to finish work. I'd like to go to the gym, but I'm really falling apart. Maybe I'll reach for a coffee. I would encourage my clients to say, you know what? let me X, Y, and Z, you know, let me do the apple. Let me do the honey. Let me do the rice cake and the honey. Let me have some type of a more natural nutritious sugar and carb spike rather than this coffee that is just delaying the inevitable. Like it's giving you a false sense and you're still going to crash. And there's literally zero nutritional value there. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is that, I mean, it, it really does break down to science for sure. Actually, fun fact is I had, a, um, I had a, a, have another podcast with a, a woman that specializes in sleep. And she actually says before bed, you want a high protein. Um, you want a big boost of protein um, to fill you up so that, because that apparently helps you sleep more through the night. So she has clients that she's worked on that, that aren't able to sleep well, and they wake up um, not fall asleep, but they wake up at like in the middle of the night and this little fix of having them, um, eat like a spoonful of peanut butter or some almonds or whatever, like right before bed, it actually helps you sleep through sleep throughout the night. It's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. that's, I mean, I've definitely heard, heard some stuff. Timing is everything. You know, we don't, 
We yes. really don't realize that, but it is so important. Totally. So what are some of the challenges that you have found with, you know, clients yourself of, you know, finding nutritious meals on the go? What are some things that you, you know, you guys have to, you have to work on and um, you advise your clients to do? So one of the things, and this is just such a great topic because, you know, we're moving into hopefully, you know, a holiday season where people are traveling again and on the go road trips, flying, whatnot, but it is definitely a tricky thing because a lot of the options out there are either filled with a ton of sugar or they're filled with not nearly enough protein. And so what I always like to suggest to my clients always is get yourself a really good solid protein powder that you like, and it can be, you know, whatever you prefer. If you want it to be, you know, dairy-free, if you want it to be um, plant-based, whatever it is that works for you, that's great, but get you one of those and bring some bags of it, you know, throw a couple scoops in a bag and maybe for you busy moms, like keep it in your purse because all you need is a water bottle and you can, you know, even if you're in a pinch, grab a water bottle, dump your little powder bag in there, shake it up. Boom. You're getting anywhere from, you know, 20 to somewhere 30 grams of protein. It's going to fill you up. It's going to fuel you up and it's going to make it so that you don't have this nagging craving that you keep getting when you snack on a bunch of junk food. And that's what happens a lot with these like quick fix meals. You know, you go to Starbucks and you see, Oh, I'll get the little like lunchbox or whatever they have at the counter. It's like, yeah, but what is that? You've got some crackers and some cheese and maybe, you know, a little bit of fruit and like, okay, that's really nothing of substance. Like you're going to be very hungry in a very short amount of time. And you just keep repeating that cycle instead of, you know, making sure that you plan and you get yourself, um, you know, like I said, have the protein powder available, have a couple protein bars, protein bars can be an incredible tool to supplement your nutrition, but you have to read the label. And I highly encourage, you know, people to take, again, take their, their wellness and their nutrition into your own hands, because some of these protein bars, like you look at them and they are basically just a glorified candy bar. You know, you're pushing 20 grams of sugar, almost 300 calories a bar, and maybe like four grams of protein. And it's like, okay, that's not, I mean, yes, you're getting calories, but it's not going to do what you want it to do, which is to hold you over until the next time you can have a nutritious meal. So some of the brands that I love, um, are no cow, which is a great brand. It is actually um, plant-based. So it's, which I love dairy. Um, there's no way in there and they have really good flavors, but the numbers just break down. It's clean ingredients. The, um, the protein is high, the calories are moderate and the sugar is low. Um, another really good one that I like is Aloha. They have good clean bars um, that you, you know, again, the flavors are great. Some of their flavors, they have like a fudge brownie that honestly, when I'm trying to really be good, I'll eat it for dessert. Like it's that good that it will satisfy a sweet tooth at night. If you're like, Oh, okay. I'm trying to not indulge. Um, but you know, you look at some of them and again, they're just like, Holy crap. Like what the heck is in here? This is not yeah. a protein bar. This is a candy bar. This is really not good. 
Um, so those would be probably two tricks that I would say, really read your nutritional label and have a backup plan. Um, you know, even again, something simple, like if you, if you eat meat, beef jerky, you know, it's a simple, for the most part, a one or two ingredient thing where you're maybe having the meat and like a seasoning or some salt. So it's like, that is a pretty clean product for you to snack on. Um, you know, if you're traveling or flying or in the car, um, you know, some cut up veggies, you know, throw, throw cut up apple in your purse. I know we've all heard this so many times, but cutting up your produce and your vegetables makes your fruit makes a huge difference. You know, if you've got a bag of already sliced apples and you're a mom and you're on, you know, pickup or you're out running errands and you take down a protein bar and an apple, it's so much easier to eat that apple if it's already cut than if you're trying to like snack on an apple and drive and have sticky hands. It's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, in many so, stores now, actually, they sell a lot of pre-cut stuff. Like if you, you know, you're paying more for it, but if you really want something that you can be, that is there, grab and go, you just don't have time to prep that week. I mean, I really find myself that I waffle between um, having the weeks where, you know, I always look ahead when I do my grocery shopping, I look ahead at my week and I say to myself, okay, like, like this current week that I'm in right now, everything I'm doing is pre-bought, pre-cut. I'm doing barely anything because we have the busiest week from starting tomorrow until Sunday. And so I, when I did my grocery shopping, I looked ahead and I knew that I needed last night. Dinner was frozen taquitos from Trader Joe's. It is what it is. And that's what we had. Um, right, right. With, you know, with a, we, we always do like my kids love like, you know, um, salad. They're so mm-hmm. weird. They love salad. So we just do a little side salad, but like they sell a lot of pre-cut fruits and veggies already. So while you're paying right. more, like finding that balance between, you know, you're paying more, but you're saving yourself time and energy and, you know, not that it's hard to cut fruit, but sometimes it is, especially when you got three kids in a busy schedule. <laughs> for sure. No, for sure. I mean, I'm a single person and there's plenty of time that I'm like, oh, I have to cut this whole pineapple. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll pay $3 more, but exactly. Like you have to pick and choose your battles. And I think, you know, for your listeners and, you know, for like clients of mine, you know, moms, especially you got to pick and choose your battles. And you guys know all too well about that, but like, is it worth it? Is it worth it to just buy the pre-cut stuff that I know is going to get eaten or am I going to buy something that's probably going to go bad and then I'm still wasting the money and pre-cut stuff, especially for kids, like they're more inclined to just reach in and grab a couple things. I think that's a big reason why kids love most kids. They love berries because berries are so incredibly easy. They can just go in there yeah. and they can snack on blueberries, strawberries, you know, raspberries. There's not this whole commitment to them where it's like, Oh, I have to do this. Like they can just snack on it and go about their merry way. And again, as adults, I think sometimes we just overcomplicate things like dumb it down. Think about yourself. Like if you're in an office, what are you going to want to eat for lunch? Are you going to want to do this grand production or are you going to say, you know what? I wish I already had X, Y, and Z prepared from last night's dinner that all I had to do was dump some dressing on or pop in the microwave and eat. Totally. Well, and that's why people eat out is because it's convenience. You know, they want, they just want to grab the convenient thing. Well, and I like, I do a lot of, um, focus on meal systems. I have a a course, um, called meal systems for success and it's, and it is the, it's the, um, 
it, not the exact opposite, but it, it kind of breaks the traditional meal planning um, mold because it's based on your personal energy levels versus the actual structure of a week. So like if your week is crazy, like the formula that I have within this course helps you figure out how many meals am I going to be able to do this week that are, um, that are no energy. Cause I'm not going to have energy left at the end of the day after I get done everything I need to do. So it's like, there's meals that are called no energy, which is frozen meals that you heat up, take out, going out to eat. And then there's times where you need low energy meals where you might have enough energy to like throw together a meal in under 30 minutes, which is like, like you said, like frozen pre-cut, you know, stir fry veggies with some frozen brown rice from Trader Joe's, a little bit of teriyaki sauce. And like, there's your dinner. So it's like, it's so important to think about that and to, you know, think about like, okay, when I'm on the go, what am I on the go for? Am I on the go, like on vacation, like relaxing, or am I on the go, like going from like, basically I'm an Uber driver, you know, like I go from this field to this field to this field. So making sure, and you know, when, especially with kids, like they, the hanger hits fast with my middle one. Oh my God. Like (laughs) it's from zero to like 3000 in like two seconds. And oh my God, most of the time he's hungry. Some of the time it's like tired as well, but most of the time it's, he's hungry. And the problem with him is he's like me. I'm, I, I go back and forth, but I'm mostly like a salt person. Like I, you know how some people are like, oh, they have a sweet tooth. Some people reach for the chips. Some people reach for the right. cookies. He's like me. He likes the chips and like those kinds of things. And so I explained to him, like your body needs proteins and fats. It needs like, you need to have something that's not just like empty carbs, you know, like yep. the carbs are fine. But, and so having those little bars, like eat for kids, like we always have, um, bars. Like I do the Trader Joe's version of the kind bars, um, or I get the kind bars from, from, um, Costco because yes, they're chocolate in them, but they also have a ton of nuts, which, you know, that combo is delicious and my kids will eat it without a problem. And it's, it's great to kind of fill them up a little bit. Totally, totally. And, you know, I like what you had said too about like the nutritious food. I think with kids, it's such a delicate balance, especially nowadays with social media and just this crazy outside influences. And I just think it's a good reminder to say like, Hey, there's growing foods and like not growing foods. And there's not like good or bad. There's just growing foods and not growing foods. And this food is not a growing food or this food is a growing food. So let's try to have more growing foods and less of the not growing foods. It doesn't mean we never have you know, like you said, chocolate granola bars or candy, you know, at a football game, it just means that's not a growing food. And when we're done, we're going to have growing foods because that is what we need to be able to, again, as you said, continue to be this nonstop energy source, this, you know, kid that runs around all day, this mom that runs around all day. Like we can't be, it's almost like chasing the next high, if you will. You know, when you start putting bad quality food in you, you're just chasing that high every single time. Okay, I got to get, you know, from this Starbucks to this, to this, to this, instead of, okay, I put really good food in my body and now I can pick up the kids and go here and go there. And I'm not snacking on a bunch of garbage just to keep my gas tank fueled and energized. Totally. Um, so, we've talked a little bit about snacks and stuff that you could like, you know, find out or keep with you, you know, for on the go. 
But what are some ideas of things like you can actually, if you have time, prep at home to, to have so that you can, you know, have them with you or, you know, grab or whatever? Good question. So for me, like, like I said, the, um, you know, I think that beef jerky is a good one. It's also something that can stay like in a mom's purse or in a backpack. You know, if you're just kind of, like you said, with your son, you know, they get a little hangry and it's like, Oh, okay, hold on. Um, I also think, um, you know, having like a little, like a soft, um, like cooler, you know, that you can take in the car if you're out and about for the day doing errands or at kids sporting events or whatever it might be, you know, make yourself a little tuna salad and throw that in a container um, with, you know, again, it could, you could still have some chips or, or some crackers in there, but that's something that you can just eat in the car really quick while you're popping from place to place where you're getting, again, a good amount of protein. Um, I know not everybody, you know, loves fish, but I think fish depending on it, but like salmon, salmon is a great fish to eat cold. You can put, you know, some salmon again in a little Tupperware container with some salad or some rice or some stir fry veggies and easily eat that again in the car cold or while you're sitting at a kid's sporting event, you know, you don't have to heat everything up. Um, you know, same thing with some shredded chicken, throw some shredded chicken in there with some, celery or some cucumbers and you can just kind of stir that up with maybe some honey mustard or some bitchin sauce you know get creative at home so that when you're ready to go you just have to grab it and you're like okay I know that if I'm out of the house for the next four or five hours I've got a substantial snack slash meal in my back pocket I'm not having to you know, I'm not waiting in line at home goods. And now I'm grabbing a bag of popcorn that I'm shoving in my mouth because I have, you know, three more hours of errands. Like, let's try to avoid that as much as we can and just plan ahead. Um, ha we also do, um, we call them tortilla roll up. So we do like, be just spread beans. And if you know, if they want cheese or avocado, and we just mm -hmm. like roll them up and wrap them in um, little in uh, foil and they're super yeah. long and skinny. So they're easy to grab with you. My kids love those. Um, totally. PB and J sandwiches are also really good because they don't, they do great, you know, outside of the fridge. Yep. Yeah. PB, PB and J's are great. Um, almond butter, you know, in there, uh, you know, yeah, it's going to have a good amount of sugar, but it still is at least again, it's something that we are controlling rather than getting so much stuff from the outside that we have no control over the quality of the ingredients or the quality of, um, I'm, I'm sorry, the freshness of the, you know, the product, like, okay, at least I know I made this PB and J today from scratch with gluten-free bread, you know, and this and that not, I don't know, this thing just came out of a box that was, you know, five days old on someone's counter in a, in a store that, you know, that's a very real reality. Yeah. And that's like, for me, I mean, that's, what's hard is I find it challenging sometimes to find things that are gluten-free. Um, and you know, and then with people that like my husband, he's plant-based, so he's mostly plant-based. He'll have some dairy from time to time, but he doesn't eat meat at all. And so, you know, finding, you know, protein-based things that he can have that, um, are good. So those are prepping, you know, bean avocado roll-ups or PB and J sandwiches, like on the, you know, what you got, what your personal family needs. It's, it's 
while it can take more time, you know, if you know, you're going somewhere where you don't know, you're going to find something in your, you know, needs or preferences, like it's worth to take, you know, some time to prep all that kind of stuff. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I've got a client right now. She's been with me for the better part of six months and she, you know, she's got high school kids and yeah, she, just like you said, she's basically a glorified Uber driver sometimes where that's all she's doing is bouncing around from sporting event to practice, to kid pickup, to this. And when we first started working together, that was her biggest concern is that, you know, sometimes my teenagers come home and they want pizza. They want to have X, Y, and Z, you know, they want to grab a burger on the way home. And she's like, but I am really adamant in my weight loss journey and in really getting my life healthy. And so she was like, okay, cool. Like I, we can stop for that or we can get the pizza, but I have planned ahead as you had mentioned earlier, like looking forward in the week. And she makes sure now she just makes it a point that she never gets caught off guard. So she would never be like, oh, we're ordering pizza and there's nothing else in the house. So now I have to eat the pizza. It's like, yeah, everyone can order pizza, but I'm still making this for myself because I planned ahead. And, you know, some people will say, oh, that's so inconvenient, or I don't want to do the extra work. But what it really comes down to is just how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in your body? And if you want to feel good, then there's going to be times that you have to put a little bit of extra effort into stuff. Totally. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just that balance, like we said. So while we finish up here, what are like, let, we have, we talked about such great ideas on things you can have, get ready, you know, pre, pre, before you go out or things you can find while you're out, um, pre-packaged snacks, homemade stuff. But what about like when you're out, what are some signs that your body gives you that tells you, you know what, you need to stop and feed me before I crash? Like we're on the go. We've been going crazy. What are some things people need to look for? Cause I think that's the other thing that is sometimes people just don't know. That's, that's, that's a really good question. Really good question. Uh, every, you know, everybody is different. I always say every body, like literally every body is different, but I mean, sometimes the first sign can just be like being in tune. Like, do you feel your stomach growling? And I know that sounds like so trivial, but do you feel that little bit of a stomach growl? Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of do. Then let's not ignore that. Like let's, that's kind of when you want to reach for the protein shake or have half of the protein bar before you do the one more errand. Um, so I would say just really being in tune with your body would be the number one thing. And then I think the next one, and sometimes this is a little bit too late, but it's the irritability. If you start to feel like you're getting really irritable, if you are you know, like you said, you're getting hangry where it's like, oh shoot, like this is really escalating here. That's your body sign that it's crashing, that your glucose is crashing, that you are quite literally running out of energy. And that's again, why, you know, our body's natural response is to fix that as quickly as possible. So it's not going to say, Hey, I think what you should do is you should take a break right now. And you should go get like a, a nice uh, chicken salad and have, you know, a little bit of some carbs on the side and just really refuel. No, your body is starting to go into like fight or flight. So now it's saying, uh, we're falling apart, reach for something that is immediately going to kick us back into overdrive. And that's usually where the sugary snack comes in, you know, the, 
the snack that we grab in line or the thing that we're just like, I'm ravenous. I have to get something in my body. So, totally. you know, the first two, I would say, listen to the first initial physical signs. Is my stomach growling? Do I feel like I might be hungry? Then if we get to that irritable state, make sure that we're getting something again, the protein bar, the protein powder. And then the other one is the crash. If you start to feel like, oh man, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like nodding off or I can't keep my head up or I'm in the carpool line and I could literally close my eyes right now. Again, same thing. Your body is starting to shut down. It's like, hello, I need something to keep going. And if you're not going to give that to me, we're going to shut down. And so instead of reaching for that immediate, you know, that jolts us back to life. Okay. Let's grab, you know, let's eat a little bit of beef jerky. Let's have a handful of crackers. Like let's get some nutrition in, give it a few minutes to do its job. And then you're going to feel so much better for so much longer. Totally. And I also get like with that, um, I also get that brain fog, like, wait, what did I just do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for yeah. me to remember things that I'm like, why didn't I remember that? Totally. That's that um, crashing feeling. Yeah. Where you're just like, I'm starting to go into shutdown mode and I don't know why, but I'm falling over. <laughs> right. And um, same with like shakiness, like when your hands get shaky, like I totally get that as well. Yeah. Yep. Those are all really good things to pay attention to, you know, and I know, you know, for a lot of the moms that are running and gunning, they might not think about that. But if you just take that second, you know, while you're at the red light, just take a pause. Huh? Is my stomach growling? Or ooh, do I feel a little jittery? What did I eat? Yeah, today? Like, did I just have a cup of coffee? Like, oh, okay. All I had this morning was a cup of coffee before drop off. Okay, I need to fix this immediately. Well, and that's people say like, I mean, even I say like, how do you forget to eat? But it happens. It totally happens. Right? Yeah. I hear that from moms all the time. Well, I just forget, or, well, I just snacked off my kid's plate all day. And I'm like, man, that's crazy to me, but it happens. It really does. And okay. So how, now that we know, now that we know that it happens, how do we fix it? Like, it's really just that simple. Like, how do we fix it? You know, if you know that every day at whatever, two o'clock, the kids come home and it just turns into an utter disaster and chaos okay, then let's get you something in your body before two o'clock because for the next three and a half hours, like you might be in psycho mom mode. So let's say that, okay, every day at one, you know, I pick up, you know, before I pick up my kids, I have a protein shake and a rice cake. Okay, cool. Like now you're ahead of the curve. You're not trying to play catch up. And that is the most exhausting place for anyone to be. Totally. Well, and it's just, and like you said, like paying attention to your week. Like I, you know, I I say this a million times, like paying attention to your week, seeing where you are, um, and making sure, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to have a busy week. I'm this week going to have some, you know, grab some bars to take with me or, you know, Oh, like you said, kids come, my kids come home at two 30 ish. And so I know that if I've had like, you know, days that I photograph all day, I don't necessarily like, I oftentimes work out, you know, first thing in the morning or get up early workout. So I do after I, I don't eat before I work out when I work out early, my body cannot do that. Um, so I always, you know, eat a little something after, but there are times where I don't eat all day because I'm photographing and I'm not necessarily sitting down and eating, but as I'm photographing and 
preparing things, you know, and do recipe testing, I'm, I'm eating on things. So I'm still getting, you know, food and fuel. It's just not like one big meal, but sometimes like last week, my, I batched my content. So last week I batched four different, um, sweet treats. And so by the end of the day, I was like, Oh my God, if I have any more sugar, I'm going to die. And so I like sat yeah. down and I was craving, like I was craving something like that was just like green. And when my body was like, no more, right. but it's my right. job. It's hard cool, to, I have to, to. Be in, yeah. And I think it's so cool just that you're in tune with that though. Like there's so many people that wouldn't even make that connection. They wouldn't make the connection of oh, geez, like my body's like, yo, I need to fix this. Like, I can't keep eating like this. This is bonkers. Well, and it's hard because it's my job. I have to, when I, when I have my days that are filled with, with, you know, desserts and sweets that I'm prepping, like I have to, cause I have to taste them. Like, and you have to, I usually do multiple trials and I have to compare and it is what it is, but I always know like, yeah, I mean, it took years. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of work to figure out and to know like how to catch that and understand your body as it, as it does that. So um, if you're listening and, and, and you don't catch that, like it's, it's possible. It just takes some time. Yeah. It just takes time. And it just takes something that we don't as a society really cultivate or encourage, which is again, just being in tune with your body is just like, okay, totally. how does my body actually feel? Like, you know, how do I, or how did that meal make me feel? You know, so many of my clients the first week or two of working with me, they're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I was so exhausted all the time. Or I didn't realize that I was so bloated all the time because it just becomes a kind of standard. And then once something is removed, you're like, Whoa, I feel so much more energized. Like I feel so much more energy by not having something that maybe was slowing me down. Totally. No, that's true. Well, thank you so much. This has been a great chat and I really hope all these ideas have helped somebody listening um, to get them to a place where, you know, they aren't going through a whole day and crashing and burning because I've been there. It's rough. (laughs) Yes, it is rough. It is very rough, very rough. And make sure to, I have on the, on the post. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it's been such a pleasure like talking about this. And I think that it's quite frankly, one of the more underrated, um, kind of things, you know, that we, that we forget about. Everyone wants to focus on maybe these quick fixes, but like these type of things are things that come up daily for a majority of people. And if we can work on that, then yeah, you don't need a quick fix because you already have, as you said, a plan you've looked forward in your week, you are in control and, you know, that's one thing, like one of my taglines for, you know, my coaching is like, I want you to be the CEO of your body and of your life. And if we can just take a few of these tools, it just gives you that much more power. Totally. Um, I totally agree. We have to be our own biggest advocates because, um, we cannot count on other people to do that, especially these days. I feel like, (laughs) um, exactly. Totally. Um, if you guys are, listening, make sure you go to the website and check out the blog post that goes with this. I have linked Ashley's website and I've also linked, she has a free seven day shred program here that you can um, check out. Um, The link is all right there for you. And I just appreciate you all. I appreciate you being here, listening, learning, 
And if you love what you hear, please, please, please go and leave me a rate and review. The more rates and reviews I get, the more my podcast will get out there and the easier it will be to get awesome experts and guests like Ashley to get you guys the information that you need to live your very best wellness filled life. So thanks everybody. And thank you, Ashley, for being here. You're so welcome. Thank you. And thanks guys for listening. If you have any questions, you know where to find me.